Hey everybody, welcome out to another fun-filled episode of Burnt Popcorn. I'm your co-host, Mike Laidman. I'm joined with none other than... Laura Laidman. Each and every week we take a movie from our past and we have a look back and see if it's just nostalgia keeping our praise of classic films afloat, or if it really is the real deal and worthy of all the adulation. How you doing, hun? I'm okay. You're uh, okay. Getting over being sick yeah. again. You can kind of hear it in my voice. I, it gives me this kind of a smooth operation. Sure. I think so. Anyway, yeah, but no, I'm okay. Christmas is coming. Yeah. Let's talk about a Christmas movie. Let's talk about a Christmas movie. And and what better Christmas movie to talk about than Batman Returns? But before we get into talking about Batman Returns, this is something we haven't done in a very, very long time. We have a guest on the show. Please welcome back to the show in his second appearance, film critic and unpublished Batman film scholar, David Baldwin. How are you Thanks. doing, sir? Thank you. Thank you. I am wonderful. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm happy you have a better mic this time. Me too. Me too. <laughs> and, it, and it was so funny too, because, and, and don't take, don't take this the wrong way. Cause I'm very happy you're here. Cause we've been doing pre-show talking and it's been great catching up and everything. We haven't had a guest on the show since episode 24. This is episode 62. Wow. And part of the main reason why we haven't had a guest on the show is what a pain in the ass it is to try and <laughs> schedule, have our schedules line up to be able to record the podcast. And this is what? This is the third, the third night third, that we yeah. picked. Yeah, that we pushed. <laughs> so just, just, <laughs> I don't know how often we're going to keep doing guests, but I told you at the time we talked about Batman. And you te- you texted me and you're like, if you do Batman Returns, I better be there. <laughs> so I'm, I'm following through on that promise. You're here. <laughs> We're in a mess of chords to make this work. <laughs> but we did it. We, we, everybody can hear everybody. I'm really happy. This is probably for the guest setups, for not having a guest in the room with us. This is a, probably the best setup we've ever had. So I'm mm-hmm. pretty proud about that. Yeah, good job. Huh? Yeah. But like, I mean, nobody's really going to notice. But uh, thanks for coming back. I'm honored. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, I mean, you know, wh- what have you been doing since the- you were here in episode four? Wow. What have you done in, in 58 episodes? I have not stopped watching movies in over a year, and I'm still trying to figure out how to be a dad and, you know, trying to keep my sanity, I think. I think. I don't know if I'm still sane or not. I started taking meds, you know, it's, it's been a journey, Mike. It's been a journey. <laughs> it's like, do, do you need a minute? Do you need a minute? No, no, okay. no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I am ready to go. Do you watch a lot of movies about dads? Uh, a couple. I've seen a couple about dads. Do you watch a lot of movies about taking pills? <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. A lot of artsy fartsy movies, I'm sure. Yeah. I'd say those are the artsiest. A number of artsy fartsy. I feel like I used to be able to watch all the blockbusters. Now I'm watching the artsy fartsies and not the blockbusters. Mm, All the blockbusters are back in theaters. So they have to make you, they make you go out there and and watch them. It's true. It's true. I haven't seen, I haven't, I I haven't seen Eternals yet. Oh, wow. We We actually saw saw that. that. Yeah. I know you guys saw it, but I haven't seen that one yet. Well, it's on Disney Plus in like a week. So I know I'm excited. I'm very excited. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll review that movie in 20 years. But <laughs> but this week, as we mentioned, we will be talking about Batman Returns, which originally hit theaters back in 1992. I've been down here too long. It's time for me to ascend. 
From the sewers of Gotham, a new villain emerges. You didn't invite me, so I crashed! From the rooftops of Gotham, the perfect enemy comes to life. who can save this city is a creature of the night. Hey, stud. I thought we had something together. We do. While she craves a romance she can sink her claws into, he plots a foul reign of destruction. My dear Penguins, the time has come to punish all of Above Gotham looms its greatest hero. Okay, now here's where you play the Batman cartoon theme. Okay, the but intro. I, yeah, but normally here I would play the movie trailer. Which I've done in post. I've actually already edited it, and oh. it'll so it'll be posted in here. I love it. So oh. I mean, now, now that we've had this talking, yeah, I'll put the Batman animated series theme in here. Here we go. June, nineteen ninety two. On June twenty second, two skeletons excavated in. Yeah, yeah. What does this need the Batman music for? Are they the skeletons of Batman's parents? <laughs> Close. Oh, they better not be. <laughs> <laughs> a good start. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yekaterinburg, Russia, are identified as Tsar Nicholas II and Tsarina Alexandra. That's pretty close to Batman's parents. Of Anastasia fan. Of course. Fame, of not course. fan. Well, I'm sure they were fans of her. They were she was her kid. It was that dastardly Christopher Lloyd. That did it. it was Christopher Lloyd all along. <laughs> it was him all along. <laughs> and then he went on to make Santa Buddies. <laughs> but no, yes, we what? Let's not even talk about Santa Buddies. Christopher Lloyd isn't a Santa Buddy movie. It's, <sighs> it's anyway, awful. it's awful. Oof. You should watch. No, you should watch Nobody instead. He's in that too. <laughs> Ouch. Oh. I would like to see Nobody, but anyway. On June 23rd, it's the Emmys 19th daytime recitation. <laughs> and Susan Lucci loses for the 13th time. Oh, ding. There's another We haven't one hit one her. for a while. Yeah, it's been a bit. On the 24th of June, Mafia boss John Gotti begins life sentence in jail for murder and other crimes. Years later, we get the reality show Growing Up Gotti. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll make a reality show about anything, won't they? Yeah. And on June 24th as well, it's the NBA draft and LSU center Shaquille O'Neal is the first pick by Orlando Magic. He was 20 years old. I wonder how long it was before they coined the term Shaq attack. (laughs) Here comes the Shaq attack. (laughs) (laughs) Not long because Shaq Fu would have come out like right after that. (laughs) Shaq Fu. Yeah. And then there's, what was it? Shazam? Shazam. Yeah. Shazam. No, no. No, it's isn't it Kazam? No, Kazam and Steel. 
Yeah, because yeah. Kazam, Shazam is the weird movie that everybody thought is a Sinbad movie that's about a genie. It's that weird Bernstein Bears Mandela effect thing. There was, <gasps> there was no movie called Shazam that has Sinbad in it, but for some reason, all these people remember it. They're thinking of Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal. Wasn't Sinbad in a movie like that, though? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I just forget how all the way. He is in Jingle All the Way. The house guest. <laughs> I swear I saw him play a genie and so it is the Mandela effect. It's the Mandela effect. <gasps> anyway. Wasn't he a genie? No, he's a ghost on American Dad, right? I is think. he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I think haven't watched he- that forever. I, yeah, he-, he has a bit on American Dad for a while, too. So That's funny. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Would we like to talk about the box office yes, for this year? Yes, yes we would. So the summer of 1992 started off with the second Lethal Weapon sequel at 33 million. This is the second Lethal Weapon sequel. Oh, so, so this, is lethal, this is Lethal Weapon 3. Then. Yeah, it held for three weeks, 33 million for three weeks. And then the sequel to previous burnt popcorn flick, The Hunt for Red October, Patriot Games, took number one at 18.5 million and held for two weeks <laughs> then we saw the sequel to batman hit number one with 45.6 million and it broke the record batman set for the highest weekend debut of the month of june a superhero film a pg-13 film and of all time it had the highest weekend debut of 1992 overall and it held for three weeks and finally was beaten by not a sequel a league of their own at 11.6 million which was in its second week of release the top movies of the year were Aladdin at number one with 217.3 million, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York at 173.5, and Batman Returns at number three at 162.8. So sequel Palooza that summer. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's funny that you say, I forgot that, what is it, Patriot Games? Patriot Games. Patriot Games. And when you're like, the sequel to Hunt for Red, I was like, they made a Hunt for Red October too? I don't remember this at all. <laughs> it was the Hunt for Blue November. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, no. I remember Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger is, is the next But don't Harrison none Ford of them one. have the same people? Like, no, no. Harrison Ford is the only one who did too. If uh, I remember. You, you can correct me on this if you're, yeah. Harrison Ford is the only one who did more than one Jack Ryan movie. Everybody else did one. So like the opposite. But James Earl Jones was in all of them, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, he's in he's in the first three at yeah. very I don't think he's in I don't think he's in the Ben Affleck one. Because that's one. I forgot that Ben Affleck was in the one. Ben Affleck, he's yeah. the sum of all fears is the Ben Affleck one. Isn't that one where a nuke goes off? Yes, a nuke goes off. <laughs> Not based on true events, apparently. Oh my. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Because yeah, it was a prequel, wasn't it? I, I feel like it was. I, I think so. And then the Jack Ryan that has not Hemsworth, one of the other eight Chris's. Uh, Pine? Pine. Chris Pine. Pine is in the Jack Ryan, the other one that is another first. It's another prequel. And then it's. Oh, no, that's. And then it's the. There's the, Jack Reacher that Tom. Jack, yeah, Tom, Tom. Yeah, Tom. I know. I worked on both Jack Ryan and Jack Reacher back in my advertising days. It was very, very confusing because we had documents for both movies at the same time. And it was Whoa. very easy to get them confused. Whoa. Anyway. That's Here the box comes office. The Jack attack. The Jack attack. <laughs> anyway, that was the box office for for Batman Returns, and the, now we get to the point in the show where we talk about our memories. And Dave, as the guest, please take it away first. I'm sure you have the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first Batman film I saw on VHS. I believe it was one of the first VHSs that like came out like 
to sell right away as opposed to going rental and then sell. Sell through, I think is what it's called. Anyways, my dad picked it up and I was two and he uh, let me watch it with him. And apparently I was horrified the whole time. But then I would <laughs> but then I would consistently ask to watch it afterwards. And I don't have a tally on how many times I've seen it, but I would go well over 100, 150 times oh that I've God. seen the original <laughs> Batman. Uh-huh where I know the sound effects through and through. And then Batman Returns came out in 92. And for some reason, I did not get to see it in theaters, even though I saw Aladdin and Home Alone 2 in theaters that year. And I've asked why I didn't get to see it, and nobody could give me a straight answer. And so I have vivid memories. We bought the VHS at Eaton's at Limeridge. <laughs> we took yeah. it home, and we put it on, and we were sitting eating dinner. And my dad, I was... I would have been, what, like five or six, and Tony, my brother, would have been two, and we watched it, and the opening scene, my mom was horrified, <laughs> just <laughs> we will, mortified. We will, talk, we will talk about that opening scene, <laughs> that is for sure. And, uh, like, she was just disgusted the whole time, and, like, she, and then later on, like, she just, she hated the movie the whole time, and then we would watch it every so often afterwards, and she, you'd usually sit with us and watch movies, but she refused to watch back. Batman <laughs> and to this day i'm like oh do you want to watch batman return she's like which one's that i'm like oh it's the one with the penguin she's like no absolutely <laughs> absolutely not and now my wife anytime uh, she's like oh let's watch christmas movie i'm like all right let's watch batman return she's like the penguin no dave no <laughs> no and crazy it's it's nuts and danny devito is such like a lovely person but he just he plays such a despicable character in this movie and then in Always Sunny in Philadelphia that it's just no. like everyone has an aversion to him. <laughs> no. no, acting. Acting. That's right. Acting. It's funny. So for me, this is a weird one because it's it's such a different time like compared to now. My first exposure to Batman Returns was on the back of a comic book. Oh, wow. It was funny. It was, it's, I know exactly what comic book too, because it was like a special one that I got. It was Shadow of the Bat, number one. Batman was taken to Arkham Asylum because he was the, the guy in charge of Arkham was like, I'm going to figure out who you are, Batman. And they they had him all there. It's the, also the first appearance of uh, Victor Zaz as well. That same issue. Nice. Of course, I read it a million times. It's destroyed. Worth nothing. <laughs> but that issue had as the full back cover a picture of Michael Keaton's Batman in the Batman Returns costume. And it said, he returns. And then the date. And that's all it said. And I was like, what? Like it blew my little kid mind, right? And and I remember being really excited about Batman. Didn't see it in theater. <laughs> Didn't see it in theater as well. But I remember getting like a ton of the toys. I was either for my birthday or for Christmas that year. Because I remember getting all of the toys before I saw the movie. I remember I had the Batsky boat. I don't know why. What a terrible name. The Batsky terrible. boat. Terrible. I had to look it up. I was like, I can't <laughs> believe that's what it's actually called. Yes. I actually had two Batsky boats. I had an actual Batsky boat toy that shot missiles. <laughs> and I had a Batsky boat model. That was what my parents gave me first that I broke because I was playing with it. And then they bought me the actual toy version as, as well. Because And also the action figures didn't fit in the model version. That was another That makes sense. But, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, but I had I remember I remember distinctly that the penguin action figure, because what they did exactly the same thing they did with the 
the original Batman action figures where they were just like, oh, shit, uh, just take the, the action figures we already have, paint them. And, and, and it's so the Joker from the original movie is not like the original Joker figure does not look like Jack Nicholson in the slightest. They just took an old, old, like DC character toy line figure and just threw him in the set and put a picture of Jack Nicholson on the box. And they did the same thing here. The Batman Returns Penguin is like the tuxedo penguin figure from like the late 80s. Doesn't look anything like Danny DeVito. No long hair. They, they just took the figure because the original figure was blue and purple and they just painted him black. And it was literally the same figure. Looked nothing like him. I had it. And I had yeah. <laughs> what I, I had the the bat the um, the bat cave Wayne Manor playset. Yep. And I had all the I figures, too. including Robin. <laughs> I I didn't have I didn't have Catwoman, and I actually had you a character. Know. I know. <laughs> I had a I had a figure. It was the only like female figure I had of any anybody like any action figure toys that i had and it was this villain from a tv show a cartoon called bionic six which i will be shocked if either of you even remember because i don't remember what it's about i just remember that i had figures from bionic six and that's all i could tell you about bionic six but i used the woman figure as my catwoman for years until i was able to get a a batman animated series catwoman but again i eventually i saw the movie and then i really enjoyed it and you know it's a movie i keep coming back to and watching over and over again but i haven't watched it in quite a while i think the last time i watched it before this viewing was with you in our old apartment i don't know at a christmas because we were talking about yeah yeah that's bionic six Laura Googled it. So yeah. It's yeah, it's just a weird cartoon. Other than the fact that the characters are are bionic, I couldn't tell you a thing about the show. But anyway, yes. So I I enjoyed the movie. I watched it many times throughout the years. I I it's of the Batman movies, these the original Batman movies, the only two I own are Batman and Batman Returns. I don't own Forever and I don't own Batman and Robin. As it should be. Those movies I don't have as good memories of as this movie, but uh, yeah, that's that's it for me. So, Laura, what about you? What do you? How do you remember it? Did you? Did your mom hate this movie too? No, my mom loved this movie. (laughs) My mom is a bit of a a nerd. She's one who introduced me to all sorts of superhero stuff when I was a kid. My mom talks about back when she was growing up as a young, very, 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 very poor immigrant to this country back in the fifties and sixties. And with her seven brothers and sisters, her parents would give her a dime to go. Well, give one of them a dime once a week to go down to the corner store and they could buy a comic book that they all had to share. And then the neighbor kids would swap them. And, you know, because that's what you did. And so she's like, oh, yeah, we definitely read like the first time Spider-Man. We had the first time Fantastic Four. We had all these books. But like it was group of probably 20 or 30 super poor kids trading them week after week they were destroyed there's no way they'd be in any condition right so anyway she's when introduced me to this stuff she's when who showed me this movie she we watched this we used to watch this movie all the time in my house like she would just put on we had this little tube tv that had an attached vcr to it that came with yeah, our I'm- old camper trailer yeah my my parents said the same one that my mom watched exercise tapes on in the bedroom yeah. it's like five inches like yeah it's, it's so tight tiny. but my parents at one point had it in our kitchen and like i'd be playing like play-doh on the kitchen table and my mom would pop a movie in and we'd watch like old teen Ninja Turtles cartoons that i had on vhs or like she taped this movie off the tv 
as she did with tons of stuff. Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure that's the first time I watched it. I'd never seen the original Batman movie. When did the cartoon start? Same year, I believe. Yeah, because I remember yeah. watching the cartoon. Yeah. And I don't remember how I would have watched the cartoon because we didn't have cable or very many TV channels. So it must have appeared. What was it on? Fox? It was on Fox, yeah. We did get Fox 29. Yeah. So I would have watched it on Fox 29. Yeah, that's where you would have watched it. Global also had it. Okay, because we, yeah. we had Fox 29, Global, what Omni became, whatever what Omni used to be yeah. before it was Omni. CBC. VR? <laughs> no, no, no. Nope. It was, it was, I remember the jingles. It was Channel 47, Cable 4. And they played like the nanny all the time. Yes, they played a crap ton of the nanny. <laughs> so we had that and like two other channels. So I didn't grow up with a lot of TV options, but I remember watching the Batman animated series. But we watched this movie all the time. Um, I don't think I saw it in theaters. I'm pretty sure it was just like one of those ones my mom taped off the, the TV. But like she or like she maybe they did own it. Either way, I remember watching it early enough that I had seen the movie before at one point we went to my aunt and uncles who live in what is now a slightly bigger town, but before was like nothing town in the middle of nowhere called Mount Forest, Ontario. And my aunt and uncle didn't even live in town. They're farmers outside of town, but we went into town one day, which we didn't do often. And we were walking by a store. Might even been in Holstein, Ontario. Holstein. <laughs> walking by a store. And I remember seeing this Barbie-sized Catwoman figure from the movie. And she she was not hard plastic like a Barbie. She was plastic and hollow, but enough that you could, like, if you squeezed her, you kind of get that, like, little poof of air that can kind of oh, come yeah, out the yeah, joints. Yeah. But only her arms moved and only straight up and down, like straight arms. Yeah. And I loved that toy. I begged my mom to get it for me. And we are experiencing this with our child right now. Um, he's a bit of a chewer of his toys. I was a chewer of my toys and now I am a chewer of my nails. And I have been since I was probably like three or four anyway. I chewed the ears off that thing. I chewed the <laughs> hands on that thing. Oh, because it was that good rubber that was like, I'm sure it, it was like a firmer Sophie the Giraffe. And I chewed it, but we watched that movie all the time and I chew on her little hands. And I, I don't think like I'm pretty sure I didn't see the original Batman until we watched it. Yeah, because you, you said you don't remember it. I don't at remember all it at all until we watched it. But I loved this movie. This is like when someone like is like, "Who is your Batman?" This is your, this is your Batman. Michael movie. Keaton from this movie is my Batman. Yeah. Like, who is your Catwoman? Michelle Pfeiffer from this movie is my Catwoman. Like, who is your Penguin? Is Danny DeVito? Like, everything about this movie is like this is always going to be when I think of Batman. It is this movie. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. Mm -hmm. I mean, so the gist of it is, this is my first introduction to Batman, and I had a Catwoman toy that I chewed on. <laughs> there you go. TLDR. Uh -huh. I, you know what's funny? I, I like that the Batman animated series, which we were talking about, did a bit of like combining original Batman with this movie. Mm -hmm. Like the Penguin from that Batman, they had the original, like the one that we were talking about, that action figure one, where he's in the tuxedo. And they were basically were told like, no, 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 no. Batman Returns is coming out. Make him look like Danny DeVito. <laughs> and they just kind of went like halfway in between because obviously he's got the monocle and and he's a little more well put together. But at the same time, he's still like the long hair and like the kind of poofy jacket and everything like that. And Catwoman is so, a blonde in this or yeah. in the animated series. Yep, She's a blonde in the animated series. Oh, you should. My shock when like I read my first Catwoman comic where she had like black hair and I yeah. was like. What? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. I popped open uh -huh. a Wizard magazine, and she's in like a purple costume with this mane of black hair coming out of it. And I'm like, "What is this shit?" Oh, and she was drawn <laughs> by the guy who does um what, oh, the porn comics. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was his name? I can't remember. And what was that comic? It was about witches. Was I know exactly. It, witches. it was like some with a T. Tarot? Wasn't it tarot? It was tarot. Yeah. Tarot comics. Oh, I forgot yeah. about those. There you go, Dave. If you're bored, <laughs> look up some yeah. tarot comics. I like tarot cards, but she's a witch. Yeah, I'll look it right on that. Tarot and the, it's the guy. It's the he used to draw he, Catwoman. Yeah, and he's the artist who drew Catwoman longer than any other artist, and, and he, he started his comics. own comic company called Broadsword Comics. It's like Jim Broadhurst. I I can't remember Not something like that. Though. Anyway, yeah, as. Big booby girls casting spells. Yep. And then their tops fall off. <laughs> I thought their tops fall off. And then her clothes came off. And I, it's too late. I saw everything. Anyway. <laughs> Getting into the movie. Getting into the movie. We're going to start with Dave's mom's favorite part. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wrote this down immediately. This opening is much darker as a parent than it was any other time I've watched this movie. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, infanticide immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like zero to infanticide. Uh, except, except it was attempted. Attempted, attempted infanticide. But they didn't know that. And fucking it's Peter, Pee Wee Herman and Pee Wee Herman's girlfriend doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's Jim Ballant. Oh, Jim Ballant. Okay. There it's important that we were very accurate well, with our like, porn comics. I don't want to credit the to, wrong artist. And people need to Google correctly. <laughs> and just like, and then he eats a cat. <laughs> what? Yeah, what, what do you eat the cat? I never the, to I show it. he's a monster, even I, as a child. I know, but I never understood why he ate a cat. He's, what about? He's, he's not a monster. He's an animal. <laughs> <laughs> These penguins don't eat cats. <laughs> Too much of a boy for crazy town. Too crazy for boys town. You are you're hitting your limit with Simpsons references already in this episode. <laughs> I am because I don't even remember doing it. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, that that opening is just it's something else. And yeah. Just, yeah, I loved it. It's you loved, loved it. I loved Oh man. You loved that opening? Now, you as, are, you as are the adult, one. As an adult with a child, it does hit a little differently. But my nostalgia for it. Now also do you recall? Uh-huh. I am a nineties girl in that I grew up with all sorts of weird, creepy shit that was just acceptable for children. <laughs> and so seeing this when I would have been so- seven or eight years old. Okay. So in- attempted infanticide gets the old nostalgia glove going. Like. I just, it's it's what we grew up with. Why do you think so many girls my age became goths at 16? Uh, Edward Scissorhands. That would do it. <laughs> I just, I, I would love to have, I would have loved to have been in the room when he did the first screening and like seen the reactions people had that this is the opening. Oh, from like, yeah, the WB executive. Oh, yeah. Uh, about the executive who's like, okay, we're going to use the penguin toy from the previous <laughs> movie, the action set. <laughs> do we make the do we make the attempted infanticide penguin play set? <laughs> now, I also I also have to note these are very well to do people. Uh huh. Obviously, mm-hmm. there had to be people who were like Mrs. Cobblepot. Yeah, didn't you? You were pregnant for a while, weren't you? Where'd that baby go? And you know, and it's it's the type of in 2021, thankfully most people wouldn't just blurt that out. But in like 1990, people are gonna be like, Why aren't you having babies? You had any babies? Where are the babies? Oh, you had a baby? Where's that baby? Is that baby still alive? They'd say that. 
Probably. Well, if we if we if we want to get technical, it would have been the '60s because it's 33 years later, right? Even though Danny DeVito's like in his 50s. <laughs> but rich people did have a habit of just getting rid of their undesirable children into like mental institutions back then. So it actually is like they probably would be like, "Oh, he went to go live at the home," or you know, they they would have been able. You know what, rich people they would have been able to sweep it under the rug. To be fair, as rich people, they probably could have just sent him to like one of the crazy farms it's true maybe the kid was so bad that even they wouldn't accept him they, they had to this must he be there's got to be there's a scene missing somewhere where they attempted to do something nice for that child before they decided to huck him in the river i mean they immediately put him in a cage <laughs> yeah, that's true they went from zero to cage in 10 seconds too i think i'll bottle feed that one stop stop <laughs> it's it's timber i don't think there was another i don't think there was anything in between i don't think there was anything in between but it's just it's crazy that like like where were the notes like i feel like everything i've read afterwards like the notes were we want the penguin in the movie okay anything else no i'm gonna do everything else myself okay sure here's all the money go do what you want He made money on the first one. Oh, then they watched yeah. the movie, and, and that's when Joel Schumacher came in. Yeah, well, McDonald. <laughs> they pissed off McDonald's. That's why. Oh, I remember. I had those cups. So did those I. Were sweet I cups. Remember I had when cups that was a and thing. I had the toys. I had them all. I had them all. Yeah. I remember having the the Batmobile where it, the shot out mm-hmm. like the bullet, like it does in the movie. <gasps> I do have that. I did have that. Yeah, I had that toy. I had them all. I che- I chewed on the Catwoman, the Catwoman one. I chewed on that. <laughs> I had the Catwoman. That was the only Catwoman I toy I had for like years. It was I just. Feel, a- I feel like this movie is the reason why like the MCU is so like contained, and it's like they won't do anything outside out of the ordinary because they don't want a Batman Returns. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where they're just you don't like want a Batman returns your franchise. <laughs> yeah. They're like, director, you do this, 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 this. You don't be Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah. No infanticide in your Spider Man movie. Were people really that upset about it? Yeah. Yeah, they were really oh. upset about it. They were upset oh. enough that they got a new director. <laughs> and they oh. they completely turned the franchise around, right? Like you watch Batman Forever and they're literally blowing up the Tim Burton stuff. Like like the bat, like when Riddler and Two Face are like destroying the Bat Cave, they literally destroy all of of Tim Burton stuff, and all that's left is the new stuff. <laughs> oh my god! And I did. They made know. all the new. To- they made all the new toys and just yep. like was yeah. it really, really just over the infanticide thing? No, it's over the whole movie. There's it's a lot. The, the <laughs> penguin in a, general. The penguin is very dark. <laughs> just yeah, I, I have a few notes about the very dark. Uh, PG-13 for brooding dark violence. <laughs> I'm just like, this is the kind of crap that I grew up with. This is the, There's nothing about this to me that was like that bad. But again, I watched it at like eight years old. And nothing about it is like out of the ordinary. Because this is what the kind of stuff that kids in the 90s grew up with. I look at like, are you afraid of the dark and goosebumps? And- but there's... There's nothing like that now. Like, would you let? Would you like William to watch this movie right now? No, but I did try to let him watch Home Alone. And then when um, Harry got no, when Marv got electrocuted, he was like, "I don't want to watch this anymore." And that was the end of it. 
That's fair. Yeah, no, he he kept saying, "I don't want it. I don't want it." Yeah, over, but it's after the electric uh, electric. Once they started really getting hurt, he was like, "I don't want it. I don't want it." And, and then was, you tried to skip to the ending, and he was like, "No, I'm done. I don't want this." Yeah, he was over it, and he liked it up to that point. So, but you're right. There's like, I thought about this the other day too, and I've thought about it before. I'm like, "There's no creepy crap anymore," and I was like, "What's up with that?" Because creepy stuff is fun. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. That's all TikTok dances. I used to watch the Harley Quinn TV show with Quentin and he was okay with it. And then in one episode, somebody got shot in the face and like the bullet went out the back and he was just screaming for like half an hour. And I was like, all right, I guess that's where we draw the line. We draw the line at somebody getting shot in the face. (laughs) And for the audience, how old is Quentin? At the time, he would have been about six months. Hey, to be fair, remember we watched that Assassination Nation with William? Yeah, we watched Assassination Nation. <laughs> but he would have been about like five, six months. Yeah, and I watched Aliens with him once. Too. But he was like three months at that point. Yeah, he was a potato. He, he didn't even know what was going on. Yeah, so that doesn't count. We, wa- we watched Empire Strikes Back the one time too, and he was fine through the whole thing. And then Luke and Vader start fighting at the end, and he started screaming at that point too. <laughs> yeah. So. Not as bad as a bullet in the head. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> No, not the head, no, the face, I, Mike, the face. Oh, my God. No, see, I say, like, you watch this growing up with it, but I'm talking at, like, six or seven years old, not three and <laughs> under. Fair. That's fair. But still, yeah, where's all the creepy crap? I mean, and Tim Burton now doesn't even make creepy crap anymore. Well, yeah. No, he is, his stuff is all, like, whimsy now. Well, the new mm-hmm. Adams Family will probably be closer to what he usually yeah, did. Like, but think about like Adam's family back in the day. It was like, oh, like I loved Wednesday. She was like an idol. So there you go, Laura's next pick. Adam's, Adam's family. family. It's on go. my <laughs> list. I know it is. Christina Ricci, though, in the, in the early 90s. You're like, come on. Mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> I love that we're still in the first scene of this movie. Anyway. <laughs> it sets the tone for the whole thing. Also, <laughs> the music sets the tone, and Danny Elfman is the goat. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And it's it's like an opera in this one. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's like beautiful. gothic, nightmarish stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> so we jump ahead. 33 years, as noted by Dave earlier. <laughs> and it's it, a modern day where we get to see Max Shrek and his... Did you know that one of the people, I'm sure Dave knows, one of the people considered for the movie for Max Shrek was David Bowie? Yeah, that makes sense. I did not know that. He was actually doing something else at the time and he turned it down. But could you imagine David Bowie in this role? I'm sure it You don't be- know because only, <laughs> only Christopher Walken, but like... David Bowie in a Batman. Uh-huh. Well, it didn't wasn't originally it supposed to be Billy D. Williams continuing mm-hmm. his Harvey Dent character? Harvey yeah. yeah. And then it was supposed to end with him being Two Face. Yeah. And then for whatever reason that yes. got changed. It was supposed the exact same thing plays out at the end where she electrocutes him, but he he gets he becomes Two Face instead. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. See, I knew that one. I didn't know about the. I almost said Billy D, but (laughs) (laughs) David Bowie. So, but I mean, if we didn't have, if we didn't have Christopher Walken in this movie, we would have really missed out on like the really bad Christopher Walken impression that his son does. Yeah. Don't hate on that. That's a that's a perfect Christopher Walken. Dad, go. Go. That part was amazing. Can I say like too that? So one of Max's things is like. 
he's acting like he's doing a text or a, a power grid thing. Like yeah. that's what he wants to boost the power grid and store power and blah, blah, blah. Batman's all like, why do we, right, even cat was like, why? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm like, man, Texas has proven that we should be investing in our power grids. If Max wasn't a criminal who was actually not doing that, this would have actually been him being the good guy. Yes. No, he was, what was he? With a lot of foresight. He was trying to steal it so that he could like sell it back to everybody later or something. He was, he was, he wanted to stockpile it as his gift to chip so that they could sell it back later. Yeah. Yeah. And just because I'm just looking this up right now, Mike, I think you would love this. The guy who plays chip played Zangief in the Street Fighter movie. Yes, we did look that up. <laughs> Laura told me that he was Zangief. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this guy is in a Street Fighter movie. And you were like, really? As who? And I'm like, yes. And you were like, is, is Zangief? Zangief? He was Zangief? Immediately. All I, all I can think of, anytime I think of Street Fighter in the movie, is quick, change the channel. <laughs> that part is amazing with him, <sighs> with the Zangief stuff. Oh my God. So eventually, eventually, the, the, the criminals attack the, the tree lighting ceremony. One of the many things that this movie has that cements it as a Christmas movie, because we, as we talked about last time, there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens in this movie that is Christmas dependent. The tree lighting ceremony happens multiple times. The Christmas, I can't remember, the ice princess, she wouldn't be around if it was, you know, she's related to Christmas, you know, like there's a lot going on Christmas related in this movie. And when the, the attack on the, on the tree lighting ceremony happens, we, we are finally given Batman. And, yeah, and I, I love minutes into the movie. <laughs> I, I love, I love that the commissioner Gordon arrives on the scene and is immediately like, shit, call Batman. Like <laughs> immediately. It's like, it's people in Adventure <laughs> Bay calling the Paw Patrol. Yes. Oh my God. We've been watching way too much Paw Patrol. I know. But, but like, they show up and they're just like, shit, Batman will fix everything. Just get him. Get him here. And <laughs> like, not just that, but they shine the light and it shines right in Bruce Wayne's house. Like it's a dead giveaway where Batman is. <laughs> well, no, I think, I think, I think that that is his own system. But that still, he, that he is very installed. noticeable. It is very, you're, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong that I think it's a very weird system for keeping a secret identity when it's like, oh, there's a bat signal in the sky. Let's just start shooting bat signals into your, every window in the house. <laughs> to Laura's point about this being her batman i feel like this is like the perfect distillation of who batman is it's just he's got nothing else to do he's just sitting there waiting yes a hundred percent he's just waiting and then the light comes in and he's like okay let's go and then later he's just like prowling the streets looking for crime <laughs> like he's got nothing else to do yeah. i just realized you're wearing a batman t-shirt yeah, yes buddy. yes i noticed that he was wearing <laughs> wow. a batman t-shirt too. Uh. yeah no, can I also make note that we see uh, this is second appearance for an actor on Burt Popcorn, Vincent Chiavelli. Oh yeah, okay. Who previously appeared in Ghost? Oh, oh, the guy, the the organ he's grinder, the organ guy. grinder. Yes, yeah. yes, I did notice him. And too. he's also one of my favorite episodes of the X Files. Oh yeah, every it always comes back to X Files. It's been a while since you actually brought up X Files on the yeah, show. Yeah, well, we're eventually gonna watch Fight the Future, but whatever. And he's one of the only people in the gang who looks normal. There's not a freak of nature. <laughs> There's some weird people in that gang. Yeah. I'm the dog lady who talks like a robot is, is my favorite. Well, th- I told you that this is like Doug Jones's first thing. Yeah, he's he's the clown. Uh, no, he's not the one that gets shot. He he's no. a different one though. Yeah, he's like a thin the thin. He's clown. the thin clown. The thin I remember clown. Yeah. I remember him distinctly doing something specific. Yeah. I love Doug Jones. 
I think no, I think it, no. It was he was the one that was like, "Why are we making little fists?" or something like that. Yeah. It was the fat yeah. clown who was like, "Why are we gonna kill them?" Like, yeah. and then he got yeah, killed, he so, shot in the face, <laughs> right, right through the face, out the back, right the through the was face, crying. out the back. Yeah, yeah. just. <laughs> Oh yeah, but it takes 15 minutes to get to Batman, and at that point, like you've already introduced Max Shrek, and he's a you already know that he's a bad guy, and yeah. he's going to be the one pulling the strings, and then you mm-hmm. don't actually see the Penguin; you only see glimpses of him, and then suddenly yeah, he shows up at series. like what 20 minutes in, type thing, somewhere around there. It's just like we're watching Batman Returns, and like Batman doesn't show up for like he doesn't return the first for 15 minutes, <laughs> and then he doesn't show up again until like an hour after. <laughs> Like Bruce Wayne's there, but Batman doesn't show up until like an hour after that. I mean, really, Bruce Wayne's just a costume. It's Batman in disguise, which this movie kind of solidifies the idea. That's of. true. There's definitely he shows up to a costume party with no costume because that's his costume. That's yeah. the costume. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Well, same with Selena. Mm-hmm. Can I also because we meet her and she's very meek and despite like their efforts to really dowdy up Michelle Pfeiffer, they don't do a great job of it. <laughs> no. She still looks hot as shit when she's dowdy. Yes. But her hair's bad, quote unquote. She's got glasses. She's and- trying to do this weird thing with her lips. Where she's like, Ugh. Yeah. She's just kind of like a, a bit of a dunce, you know? And then we see her apartment and it's all pink from top to bottom. And it's like a landlord paint job special in there where yeah. they've just they painted like, over like the outlets and everything. Outlets. <laughs> I mean, there's a roach on the wall probably that's painted <laughs> on pink. Like, I was just like, but it just. The beams at the top are painted pink. Everything yes, is yes. pink. And I'm just like, if this is our old apartment, but instead of the off white that they did, they did pink. Yes, this is 100% how they painted this. Like, just <laughs> done. I, I remember that she smashed, like, the neon sign that she had in her house so that it said, hell here. Yeah. But looking at it, even when it said, hello there, it was creepy. still kind of creepy, creepy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, could you imagine? You're, like, walking by that house, and you look at the window, and it says, hello there, in that weird font. I would have yeah. scared of shit. Yeah, it'd be horrifying. And she lets feral cats in. Yeah. yeah. I, they're outdoor. She's got an outdoor yeah, cat. Yeah, I, I was, yeah. The, the feral cats show up, start showing up after I was, she's, the whole or, after she's been bitten thing. back to life. <laughs> the whole indoor like, only like, cat like thing is her cat woman. Yeah. yeah. But like her leaving one, she does have a message from a guy. So at least like she's gone on some dates. The, the guy. It's Tim Burton. It's is it? It's <laughs> the guy on the phone sounds even more meek and whatever than she is. Yeah. Because the guy, she's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. and then her phone message is like, I need to be my own person. <laughs> like, it was like, I, what? I, well, I, how was she the uh, domineering one in the relationship? I do like that when she comes home, she's like, honey, I'm home. Oh, wait, I forgot I'm not married. I'm like, <laughs> that kind of image right there. Very early in my life, I think, formed this like core memory of my impression of what a single working woman would be like. No, that's fair. Does that make sense? Maybe it put a fear in me that I had to get married or else this would be my life. No, that's fair. That's fair. She's a very impressionable young woman. I'm just, 
I'm surprised I didn't catch until this watch. Like the next phone message is like the Gotham lady perfume or whatever. Yeah. And it's them saying like, Oh, your boss is going to smell it. And he's going to take you on a candle at dinner for two. And I was like, yeah, why are you encouraging this? Yeah. <laughs> because it was the early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but then she's got a message from herself. that's like, you gotta go back to the office. And she's like, uh, at that point I wouldn't bother. God, no. She's had a hard night. Yeah, fuck that. It's yeah. time for bed. <laughs> yeah. And then she ends up almost getting murdered for it. But like, can I just, I I had a lot of sympathy for Selena pre-Catwoman in this movie because uh-huh. she's, you know, like she's had a rough go of things. She's got no self-confidence. And then she's like trying to pull these files so she can brush up on like the meeting with Bruce Wayne. And she's like, Da, 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 doing like all her like she, but she he shows up and he's like what are you doing and she's like oh i was doing this and then i logged into your computer in your protected files and i thought what would the didn't realize till this viewing that her, his dead dog is just mounted on a shelf <laughs> and she's like and i broke into your computer with your password and i noticed some irregularities and blah 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 and blah 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 and i'm like girl what is wrong with you why would you tell him this you gotta leave you gotta leave and not, you'd be like, oh yeah, I just wanted to pull the files brush up to make sure I could be the best secretary possible when Bruce Wayne shows up. So I've got your back 100% and what I can do to help impress him. Gotta but I've go. got that and yeah. I'm going to go home. Have a good night. And that's that. You don't be like, I broke into your files and there's something weird going on and something seems not right. Are you doing something shady? No, you're not doing No, she's an idiot. She is an idiot. She had enough time to leave herself a phone message instead of just bringing the files home. <laughs> Maybe she left that message on her lunch so that like she, when she got home, if she hadn't done it, she'd know she had to go back. That's my guess is she did it on her lunch break. That's fair. So she gets pushed out a window and she dies or she doesn't die. I don't know. But the cats bite her back to life. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a little weird. I, I'm still, <laughs> even as a kid, I was like, how does that work? But also. It's Tim Burton. It doesn't have to. It yeah. doesn't have to make sense. It made me scared of what happens when cats bite you when I was a kid. Cats will eat you if you die. Oh, I'm aware. But were they like, if they were trying to eat her, they did a shit job because they made her come back to life. Now, now here's the thing. We're all cat people. Yes, mm-hmm. we all have cats. If your cat was to eat you after you died, would it upset you? I know it doesn't upset you. You've told me as much. Not even a little bit. I'm I said dead. it might be weird if I walked in on the cats eating you. <laughs> Well, you'd have had been gone for some time. They're not going to do it the second I hit the floor. Yeah, uh, well, maybe I was on a like a work trip or something, and I came home. Did they eat our son too? No, that would upset <laughs> me. Okay, I can well, see why they would. It's upset you. If they eat me. Yes, they eat our son. Yeah, that's right. I asked if, if I remember when you told me that. I was like, "What if they ate me?" And you're like, "Life happens." <laughs> <laughs> They ate Selena the moment she hit the floor. So uh, yeah, no, no they brought it. her back to life. They it's like cat magic. Cats are magical. Well, her fingers are they, her fingers are mangled at least. Yeah, no. yeah. No. So she, she goes. She gets. She gets cat powers from mm-hmm. from being eaten by cats, and and she goes back to her apartment. And this, as you, yeah, I remember when I was a kid, this this part really upset me. Same, and it upset me still. Yeah, when she starts wrecking all her shit. Yeah, all her stuff. All her stuffed animals that always like was like, no, I was a big stuffy kid. You're still a big stuffy kid. Yeah. Our kid is like, he, he's getting like five stuffed animals for Christmas because I wanted stuffed animals. 
you get he has so many he sleeps with like 12 in a bed no i made him you pick made him only pick eight. i don't know how he did it there's like 45 stuffed animals on the floor that he didn't pick it's ridiculous <laughs> Yeah, no, I I always got upset even as a kid. I think that was the infanticide. <laughs> Who cares? Forget the dead child. They attempted a, a child murder. Yeah. But don't put the sock monkey down the drain. Yeah, I remember I always was really upset by that, actually. Yeah. Even this time it made me upset. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I think this time I was like being like thinking about my kid and his stuff he's not thinking about my kid get thrown off a bridge by all right. means throw my kid off a bridge but don't put his toys in the garbage this was also my first introduction i think as a child to uh, garbage disposal oh. which aren't really a thing here and i never understood them yeah you just turn it on and you just push it down yeah it's but weird it's such a even as a kid i was like that's a recipe for a horror movie right yeah there. my, my experience with with garbage disposals is just people putting their hands in it in scary mm. movies like yeah, that's like literally what other it. point do they serve it's true it's just true. throw your crap in the garbage doesn't make any sense to me anyway you were talking about Catwoman or Selena being meek and stuff, and she has like that goofy kitty T-shirt that she spray paints. Yeah, that made me sad too. <laughs> that was <laughs> such a cute shirt. Immediately after that, she pulls out that leather jacket. I guess yeah. it was a gift from her mom. Her leather cat suit thing and the like, the leather glove, the skin tight leather gloves. I'm like, this this woman wouldn't wear that stuff. <laughs> She it was a gift. T-shirts. There's no way she wears this. I'm telling you, it was a gift from her mom, who's like trying to get her to like to get out there and vibe Ramp more. It up. Yeah. yeah, but You'll like, never get a man with these kitty t-shirts. You know what? No, she went to the store, and she was trying on a day where she was trying to build herself up, and the saleswoman saw an easy mark and was like oh honey we just got this in it would look so good on you she's like no it's not no you'll look so confident you'll look so good and she basically like backed her in a corner and made her buy it and selena was just like okay and then it's just sat in her closet ever since that's fair i gotta say for a woman who's completely lost her shit she does a great job as a seamstress kind of yeah yeah she does pretty good pretty good job she doesn't even put it on like one of those like body form things one of the she mannequin just, like, thingies yeah Sews it perfectly. By yeah. Well, it's not perfect. It's like clearly like like not well fitting type thing. They vacuum sealed her into that thing. It's I fine. Know. I know. I know. Also, she breaks bad when she walks in after she says the "Honey, I'm home" thing, and just you know, she, you know, something's wrong because she's drinking milk from the carton. Yeah, yeah. that monster. Yeah. I was gonna say, you know, something's wrong because she got thrown out a window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we completely yeah. we completely skipped over the introduction to the penguin that happened before all this oh when oh, when he yeah. goes to the zoo and I, I was actually gonna jump to the penguin actually so so max is under the penguin's thumb essentially which i didn't remember i didn't rem- i was watching the movie and i'm like I remember that Max does stuff with the penguin, but I do not remember how it got started. And then he started talking about like, oh, all the stuff you flush down here. And I'm like, all right. He hands him a severed arm in a minute. <laughs> like that's when it it clicked. Oh, yeah. But I completely forgot about that. Same. That whole thing. Yeah, Same. it's pretty friggin' morbid. <laughs> yeah. He's like, here's this toxic waste and I'm in this sewer with these penguins. <laughs> yeah. In, in the zoo, penguins. in the zoo, full of giant crabs and giant rib cages, just 
It's very Tim Burton. The Tim Burton Zoo. <laughs> it's not a real person's zoo. It's a Tim Burton Zoo. It's <laughs> probably yeah. sandworms in the background somewhere. Oh, I guarantee they're there somewhere. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. So Penguin makes his, his appearance. They start to enact the Penguin plan at this point, where mm. he he makes his appearance by saving the mayor's baby. baby. And I always found that that sequence very weird because like he he's on the duck and then he comes out of the sewer. But he like comes out of the sewer like on a platform. The duck, yeah. yeah, on a platform. Like I don't understand. There's the f- a platform under ha- the duck, and there's a platform on top of the duck. That's, that's the like, only way that makes sense. But they like yeah. they don't show that. Like the duck should have been crashing through the street with him on it. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's not even it's not even the penguin's plan. It's Max's plan because he wants he wants the penguin to be the mayor so he can get the penguin to sign off on the power plant. That's yep. right, and yeah. that's what it is. But he goes, the penguin comes up and he goes to, under the guise of trying to figure out who his parents are, he writes down all the, the names of the, the kids in town, the firstborn kids. And, and I never put two and two together that that's what he was doing until this viewing. Like every other viewing, I'm like, oh, he's trying to find his parents. <laughs> like, no, no, he's writing down all of the firstborn oh, kids. This, I didn't realize I that. caught that this time. It's the only time I've ever caught that. But then he goes to he, the... He, the already, s- he already knew who his parents were. Uh, he goes He goes to the cemetery and he goes to the front gate. And this is another one of those moments of like, oh, I never got this as a kid. Like, this is one of those jokes that just went straight over my head. And it was, uh, I was their number one son and they treated me like I was number two. <laughs> and as a number two son, I was like, What's wrong with being the number two son? I didn't realize he was being like, they treated him like shit. <laughs> That's yeah, what he was saying. They threw him in the fucking sewer. <laughs> they tried to yeah. murder him. As you do. As you do. As you do. <laughs> also, I just want to point this out right at the beginning. The timeline in this movie, I think it's supposed to be like a week, the week before Christmas, yeah. mm-hmm. but it, it it's it doesn't make any sense. I, it doesn't I make wrote a lick that down. Sense. There's a part where it just there's, like there's no way that the amount of stuff that happened in between like this day because yeah like because it was the meeting the meeting Max had with Bruce Wayne. Selena's like it's for your meeting tomorrow, and like three days go by before <laughs> the meeting happens. I mean mm-hmm. maybe it got rescheduled, but <laughs> you know there's no scene that shows that it's literally just oh your meeting tomorrow. Like five days worth of stuff happens, and then it's the next day. <laughs> yeah, and like they have all of like the penguins' mirror, mirror paraphernalia, like all ready to go. Like that doesn't just happen overnight. That takes yeah. a couple, like weeks. Yeah, let's get like, that guy. Let's get all this stuff together. We're gonna get a big support group for that guy to get him to run for mayor. Like, wh- what happened? Like, did he come out of the sewer with the mayor's baby, and then like that afternoon? He goes to the thing and, and then like the people are like, man, I remember that guy. You remember that guy from like two hours ago? He should be mayor. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He saved the mayor's baby. He's really captivating. He should be the mayor. I definitely did not think this was supposed to take place. I thought it was like the whole month of December. No, it's not. It's, no, yeah, there's a, there's a few references to the timeline, and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because he yeah. says something. He says something outright, like the mayor election was like last month. It's late December. Yeah, and yeah. like the last scene in the movie, I would assume is either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, because he says Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, it, it ends on Christmas. That was my always my like it. It's the ending is Christmas. Yeah. So it's definitely yeah. like like a week maybe like two weeks before christmas <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I, uh, I mean, December, uh, Christmas is pretty late in the month, the whole month to get this shit done. I, uh, eh, I guess it'd be doable. Maybe Max, maybe Max owns a printing company. Maybe. Where they just keep posters for mayor elections lying around where it's just like, okay, we'll throw the guy who we want on it later. Like, we, this is the design we've settled. It's going to be the guy standing with in front of the, the, the sign with the spotlight. Oh, it's this. It's the penguin looking dude. Put him on there. Quick, quick, Put quick. Put him on there. And like Selena blows up Shrek's department store. And then later it's it's like they replace the windows. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's the, yeah, because they do the tree lighting ceremony again and, and everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the timeline doesn't make a lick of sense. Look, it's capitalism. You <laughs> they, know they're going to have that mall up and running no matter how many casualties there are uh, the true. next day and expect you to shop, shop, shop. It's Christmas time. They got to get that money back. Yeah. Like, so, they, they had people working through the night to get that fixed up. But like yeah. the inventory, where was the inventory when the inventory get blown up to? Truck it in. You're, you're <laughs> calling people in on their 16-hour shifts. All no right. paid overtime. Get to work. All right. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> So we have Batman and he has his like first, you know, back and forth with Catwoman where they're on the rooftop. And I know I noted that uh, that he hits her and she's like, how could you do that? I'm a woman. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And then she hits him back. So he slaps her the fuck off the building. <laughs> look, 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 he probably hit her pretty hard. <laughs> He probably hit her pretty hard and she was being clever to be like, throw him off his game. Cause like, look, I, in my twenties spent many a year doing martial arts <laughs> and one of my instructors was a very high ranking officer in uh, our city sex crimes unit and learned a lot about basically self-defense that was more practical than just like, oh, 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 karate chop. It was actual. And one of the best things you can do is cry and be upset. Uh And then when they get close to you and their guard is down because you're a weak woman, is then attack them. So her plan here was was solid. But again, my point isn't so much what her plan was. Oh, that he backhanded. That, that Batman immediately goes from, oh my God, are you okay? Yeah, because she I'm going to fucking murder you. Yeah, she, she shivs him after he's standing there like fucking hard as hell because she's like touching his chest. His fake rubber chest. <laughs> his fake rubber chest. Okay, but you know you guys would both be like, Okie dokie. I'd be into it. I don't know if I'd try to murder her afterwards. Probably hurt like hell. Probably. Okay. Stabbed well, it's, him. The whole, it's the whole Tim Burton S&M thing that we're going to go back to the beginning where we're like, parents didn't like this. There was something wrong. There's two There's two leather people in leather dominatrix stuff basically fucking on the thing. <laughs> Batman's always been a leather daddy. I know he has. I know he is. This is, I think this is a good point to bring up something that I meant to bring up a little earlier, but we just kind of passed over it with, with the original Batman scene. This is a Batman who would just kill people. Oh yeah. yeah. And like, like he 100%. sets that dude on, he sets that dude on fire at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, he drops that bomb in that dude's pants and blows that guy up. Smiling while smiling. Yes. Yes. Because that guy doesn't come back, you know. Like he's, no, he's gone. He, he, he's not at he's the gone. scene later where they're talking about getting the first boards. He's gone. <laughs> he, he didn't he's, make it. No, he's like hitting people with his car, and like 
yeah, the two guys he like throws into the bl- the burning building. <laughs> yeah, he hucks Catwoman off a building trying to murder her. Like this Batman, not afraid to, to kill people, not at all. Can I also? I do want to go back to something we we skipped over. <laughs> Is this, it Batman killing people? No, it's about soup. <laughs> soup. <laughs> So it's cold. It's supposed to be cold. It's supposed to be cold. <laughs> no, this... they just goes back to eating it. <laughs> oh, so I finally, while watching this, googled what this soup is actually. Because <laughs> as a swa? kid, as a kid, yeah. I thought he said fishy. Yeah, swa. Uh huh. Mm. Like a fish. Glub glub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's vichy. Like the region in France. Ah, yes. Vichy Soise. It's spelled V-I-C-H-Y-S-S-O-I-S-E. And it's made of leeks, onions, and potatoes, and cream, and chicken stock. That sounds good. No fish at all. So my little kid mind was like, cold fish soup? No wonder he didn't like it. But now I'm like, oh, it's French. And it's potatoes. And he did like it because he started eating it after he realized what it was. It's supposed to be cold. So anyway, yes, it is actually a, a soup that is served cold. And I read into the history of it. And basically the adding of cream to it was what made it cold. And rich people ate it like that. And so everybody else started eating it like that because rich people did it. There you go. There so, you go. I'm so, sorry. I just wanted to bring up the fishy soie thing because it's not fishy soie. It's vichy soie. Vichy soie. So from there. <laughs> we get into <laughs> not the soup, <laughs> not the soup, the penguin and Catwoman's master plan, because obviously the Max's master plan is to make Penguin the mayor so that he can OK the power plant. But Penguin's plan is, and Catwoman's plan is to get Batman out of the way by framing him for the murder of the ice princess. Yeah. At least that's that's Penguin's plan, not Catwoman's plan. That's how you know Catwoman is still somewhat redeemable good because she's like, you said you were just going to scare her, not killer so they they do the frame job where you know they hit her with the thing my first thought is why did batman make zero attempt to save her like he didn't yes i I, all i could think of is like any cartoon i've ever seen where somebody goes off the side batman dives off uses his grappling hook saves them every fucking time doesn't do just watches her fucking fall into the tree box die and then when everyone's like oh shit batman murdered her he fucking pulls out this fucking hang glider and then menacingly flies over the ground. As the bats fly out of the As tree. As the bats fly out of the tree. Like, doesn't do a damn thing to, like, show that he's innocent. Like, you, uh, you, mi- you missed. They're like, oh, it's Batman. And immediately, like, three seconds later, Gordon and two guys are at the top of that building. Shoot him. He lands on, I assume, the next building. And he has like a tet on tet with Selena where they're going on about the mistletoe. About mistletoe. <laughs> but it can be deadly if you eat it. Yes, yes. But it doesn't again with the timelines, it like if they shoot him when they like and he falls, when they like look over, be like, Oh yeah, maybe he's right but, there. Shoot him again. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. But don't you realize that a kiss can be deadlier if you mean it? Yes, 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 yes. And Mike, you skipped over so, so much. 
Well, I know, but we're running. We've been going so long. This is easily going to be the longest episode ever I, of the show. I told you easily. I was going to go long on this one because, like, <laughs> you, you missed out on Muhammad Shrek. You missed out on unlimited Poontang. The, the cat, the penguin eating a fish. Yes, <laughs> he, he like skulks him out with the fish, and yes. then he bites that guy's nose, and then the girl's like. We, we think the voters like gloves. That's, isn't that Jan Hooks? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, it yes. Is. Penguin, I wrote this down, but we skipped it for time. Is that Penguin is a, he's thirsty as fuck. Like he is a thirsty. Everybody he's been in this living in the sewers for so fuck. long. And there's like one other girl down there. And she, Why is he, is he not having sex with robot LaVoy's dog lady? Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> I she's, guess not. Maybe she's too robotic. Maybe she's an actual robot. <laughs> Maybe she's Alyssa, just not Alyssa interested. Alyssa texted me to say, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but yeah, Penguin's super horny in this movie, and so is Batman. Like the moment, like in the meeting with Max Shrek, he gets a look at Selena, and he's like a feral animal, like just like. <sighs> Again, <laughs> would you not do the same if 1992 Michelle Pfeiffer walked in the room, no matter how she was dressed? I'd be a and then put her in the Catwoman it. costume. Neither you'd be able to do shit. I know. I'm just. I'm just saying he's supposed to be a businessman. And he's acting like a feral animal. <sighs> Businessmen are feral animals. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But it's. I don't know. I wrote down all these like notes about how it's like everybody keeps calling each other monsters, freaks, animals. Like mm-hmm. it's like that's what Tim Burton sees all these characters as. Yeah. It's like he doesn't see them as humans. He sees them as monsters and freaks. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole freak show circus living in the sewers under a zoo. They're mm. monsters and freaks. But it's not just them. It's Max Shrek and Catwoman and Batman. He's a monster. He's a sociopath. Batman is is someone who deals with their childhood trauma by dressing up as a bat and beating up people rather than investing his billions into making Gotham a better place. Well, he's doing both. He He does invest some money, right? Does he? I did listen to your podcast again from last time and i'm assuming he invested some money into fixing the water supply since you had a big issue with that (laughs) and um like he's supposed to be the one who's going to give the money for the power plant right max is relying on bruce wayne's money to make it so he's not investing that i i always found the movie that did a really good job of addressing this exact topic was Batman Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs> because there is a scene in that movie where he second guesses himself, dressing up like a giant bat, and goes, maybe I'll just give money to the police department and they can hire more cops, is something that he says in that movie. It's been proven that that wouldn't help. That's not going to well, Now, but in like 1920s Tim Burton land that they did the cartoon in, it probably might have worked better. And Commissioner Gordon's a dick anyway. <laughs> also, okay, so... Penguin's big plan yes. is to kidnap all the firstborn. Okay, well, I, before we get to that, because I want to talk I want to talk about that too. The extension of the frame job to, to Batman is the car chase sequence. Oh, that's pretty great. And that's pretty I, awesome. I, I loved that during the entire Ice Princess thing, the gang takes the Batmobile apart to add this thing to it. And my first question is, where did they get the blueprints? Because they had fucking blueprints for the mm-hmm. Batmobile. Mm-hmm. And 
then they they have a a thing that turns off the the shield how how do they have the thing that turns off the shield they take the car completely apart in a few minutes put the thing in put the car back together and when the actual scene happens it's just stuck to the bottom of the car <laughs> and he just reaches through and pulls it off like mm-hmm. they did what did they take the car apart for <laughs> they just could have walked under and stuck it there <laughs> like so the camera up <laughs> It's the camera on the video player. <laughs> yeah, that too. To answer question A and B, though, the answer is Batman's a billionaire. He doesn't want anybody to steal his idea. He has registered his patent. He's for patented the Batmobile. For the Batmobile. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. He probably registered it just yeah, so that they yeah. had the blueprints on file. Yeah. There you go. Right down to the patent office. Yeah. Dog uh, lady sent her dog in. He went and got him. <laughs> she, the dog had the documents. <laughs> it's it's true. Yeah. Uh, it's true. But the being logistics though, like, okay, I get Penguin is a bit of a bitterman yeah. about the whole infanticide thing. Yes, <laughs> as as you would got, be. Yeah, eh, he's got to let that trial to trauma go, work through it, forgiveness, all that. Anyway, uh, how? What is his threshold of like firstborn yes. children? There's, this is the so, Mrs. Because he shows up with that little train. And they oh, grab yeah. little, little kids, like little, little kids. So is he like anyone under three who's a firstborn? Or is it like, you know, Ralph is 89 years old, but he was technically his parents' firstborn kid. Like, yeah, he goes after 1892, Chip. Chip so, was like, like a 30-year-old man. And he goes after Chip. Like, Could you imagine just Chip and a bunch of like <laughs> Chip two-year-olds and all these babies in train. <laughs> the train flying Chip's around? got his like knees up to his chin, like... <laughs> Go, oh, Dad. <laughs> Dad, go. <laughs> uh, get in, get in the duck. <laughs> get in the duck. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any. What's the threshold? Yeah, no. There's. I. I, I had the same question. What is the threshold? Because I mean, technically, Batman is a firstborn. <laughs> like, why did he come for Bruce Wayne? You know, like. Uh, but he has no. He has no siblings. So th- therefore. Does that cancel it out? The, the single parent, their single child families not get taking their kids taken? Well, that's the thing, though. We don't hear if, you know, the Cobblepot said any of their kids is, is Penguin an only child. So shouldn't he be going after only children? That's another good question. In one draft of the script, Max Shrek was his brother. I did read that. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. I'm glad they cut that. That doesn't make a lick of sense. I think it would have added some more duality to their two characters. That's kind of an interesting thing, but yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, they don't look anything alike. It's got a bit of a twins thing going on. <laughs> They've already done that with Danny DeVito. I know. <laughs> uh, did you hear triplets is supposed to be coming out? I did. And they've been I talking about that for like two decades. Come on. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've, been talking about that for, they've been talking about that forever. <laughs> yeah. So, so Batman foils the Penguin's plot to be mayor with a magic CD. Yeah. That, that, he, that like, he like he like t- he, he DJs. like turns he DJs, he DJs it. it. Amazing. And it's branded. It's it's a Batman branded CD player. <laughs> yes, I enjoyed that. But I, again, he's a billionaire. He's patent penning all his stuff. But like he, the the way that that CD worked, like he put it into the car and it just recorded everything, and then it like 
and then, and then it played back. Like, I don't know about you, but when was the last time you put a CD in a CD player and then scratched it like it was a disc <laughs> and it did, it acted like a record. Like, you know, that doesn't happen, especially if it's playing a video like that. He should have been scrubbing along the timeline, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then they're throwing like heads of lettuce at him. <laughs> yes. Who brought all this fucking produce? Like, did, <laughs> was it across the street from the farmer's market? Like, because <laughs> like like he makes a joke about it he says something like somebody always brings eggs and tomatoes to a to a rally but like yeah they're throwing heads of like there's multiple heads of lettuce yeah look lettuce is pretty cheap <laughs> and bring it with me <laughs> it always starts to go bad in your fridge before you're done with it you might as well just take it to the rally and start hucking it i also liked in this scene too that Bruce Wayne and Alfred go down to the Batcave to to do the DJ bit, and Alfred like he, Bruce is like I'm gonna go in the suit into the Iron Maiden to get to the Batcave, and Alfred's like I'll take the stairs, and he fucking beats him there. Why didn't Bruce just take the stairs? Because that faster. slide looked fun. <laughs> I guess. If I had a slide, if we had a slide in our house, would you still take the stairs? I would take that slide would every take opportunity. The like a slide? Every opportunity. I did take the stairs like a slide the other night. <laughs> with the bruises on my ass to prove it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah. so the penguin, the penguin starts kidnapping all of the children. Batman stops the plan like immediately, like literally like takes it down he just goes to where the train is and like beats up that dude from tomorrow from never ghost. dies ghost. <laughs> he's yeah. in tomorrow never dies as well but he beats that dude up and it's like beat him i gotta throw my batman letterhead at the penguin. <laughs> i was about to say it's like batman letterhead and he like wrote a little note it's from yeah batman. <laughs> from batman <laughs> so and- goofy so then the penguin immediate his next response is, Well, I'm just gonna blow up the entire city with my army of trained murder penguins. <laughs> yep. Yep. It made me really sad as a kid and as an adult that Penguin was willing to sacrifice the penguins. Yes. His they were his family. I didn't like That's true. that. That's true. Even those penguins that were clearly dudes in suits. Yeah. <laughs> but but I did enjoy, I did enjoy Batman brings out the Batsky boat. Yes, he does. He drives it. He's driving it through the sewers as he's as he's getting you close drive to. A boat? Well, yeah, you yes. drive a boat. You drive, you drive a, boat. a boat. I think that's the the nomenclature I've heard. I, but my 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 favorite part of this whole thing is Batman has has had this planned out enough that his radar pings are penguin squawking. <laughs> yeah, and then after the penguins have been defeated. It's a duck squawk when the penguin shows up in his rubber duck car. <laughs> Again, as we've mentioned, Bruce Wayne does literally nothing else but this. <laughs> he just broods in the dark. He's like, maybe I should add a penguin squawk to my radar. Maybe he's looking to add some joy to his life. <laughs> and he's driving Mickey and he drives gone. around waiting. Yeah, but he's got Selena now. He's got Selena. But he now. doesn't realize that. And then he realizes that's the thing. He realizes at the party. They're at the party. And then they're like, then she looks. She looks great. That dress is terrible. She looks great in it. Well, she yeah. looks terrible, great in that terrible dress. Well, it's got like the the shoulder pads, but it's backless. It's very bizarre. And her she, her hair. I'm like, I would love for that kind of hair to look good on me, but it looks so good on her. Everything looks good on her. It's Michelle Pfeiffer in the '90s. It makes sense. But they really kiss, and he, he she says, you know, mistletoe 
can be deadly if you eat it. And he's like, instead of shutting his mouth and saying what he's like heard from Catwoman, he like whispers right back to her. It could be even dead. A kiss could be deadly if you mean it. And then they both like look at each other and they're like, oh shit, we're in love, but we're enemies, but we're in love. And then they just both run away. Oh, then they well, the penguin shows up and blows then the, then the room the, up. Then things blow up, but yeah. still, were, and I'm just they like they were going to talk. He's like, "Let's go talk." They were probably going to go true. outside and figure shit out. Could you? Could you? Uh, they're probably both relieved the penguin showed up <laughs> and things blew up. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I'd rather fight you than have this talk. Yeah, that seems like it'd be a really hard conversation to have. Yeah, and like they're both at a party. They're both probably a couple drinks in. It's not going to go well. It's like so. Um, why Batman? Uh, childhood trauma. My parents are dead. Uh, why Catwoman? I died and, and then cats, cats bit my fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where did, where oh. did she get the whip? Yeah, wait, she oh. had it in her apartment. Where she, she just has the whip. Again, I feel like she's the kind of person who like goes into a store. <laughs> did and, the like, mom buy that too? No, with the goes, jacket? No, she goes into stores and is like has these fantasies of being a strong person and salespeople see her and are like that's an easy sale and like talk her to it and because she can't say no to anything she's just like okay and what then it just fucking store have you been in where they're like hey want to buy a whip <laughs> it'd be like some sort of like gotham novelty store <laughs> you know indiana jones is really big was it part of a halloween costume oh that's most likely why would they have sold you a real whip for that though it was the 90s <laughs> consumer safety wasn't a thing apparently not oh and she makes it she makes a dick joke in that in that scene too. She's he says like, "Oh, it's hard" or something. She's like, eh, "Semi hard," I, I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I will say her. We didn't even talk about her doing the whip in the department store, and her like backflips and the whole thing. Man, as like a six, seven year old girl when I was watching this, then so I was like, my image of what a single working woman was was Selena Kyle pre cat biting her fingers and then my ideal like what i want to be when i grow up is a woman who carries a whip and can do that and and can just go over to the wall and find the gas because it's just like a oh, yeah, it's just, she it's opens just a compartment this is gas on it yeah yeah apparently she nailed the first take they took yeah. of her taking off the head so apparently they have it on camera where she nailed it all she nailed the yeah. first take i've seen the clip on reddit <laughs> yeah. and like she's like you can see her being like oh shit she did it but they obviously know who each other is now but at the same time they're in the sewer after and she shows up and max is down there and like the penguin is at this dead. point, he's he's, he's not no he's not, he's not dead he's, he's not dead but he's dying he's dying he's fallen through the window yeah after and, and into the pit and she shows up and she's a mess because she fell through the rose bushes yeah every time every time she shows up again her outfit is more wrecked yeah, yeah. but then Batman is there with Max and he pulls off his mask when Selena shows up and I'm like does he know Max is gonna die because otherwise him yeah. revealing who he is to Max of all people is a bad idea yeah because she already knew who he was he didn't need to do this he could just be like you know i know who you are you know who i am you know i'm here for you let's work this out together privately without max over here finding out who we are and then he just nope rips and like how many of these masks does he have that he just rips it off well they showed that scene where he's got like a hundred of them in his well i understand but like 
why would he not make it into something a little more heavy duty than something that could just easily rip away? Maybe he just really wanted to show how how quick he could take his makeup off. <laughs> I was about to say, I, I, I remember that. To, like, I remember it so vividly. It's so I bad. Think, yeah, my first viewing of the movie, I'm pretty sure I was like, wait a minute. Like when he yeah, pulled that mask so off. So bad. And I love in the new the new one with Robert Pattinson in the trailer, you see him putting the makeup on. Yeah. But he keeps wearing it afterwards. Oh. I like the illusion of not seeing the makeup part of the makeup because it just kind of ruins the illusion of Batman a little that that he's sitting there putting makeup on. No, it's just like, you know, there's gotta be some mystique to Batman. I don't need to know all the ins and outs of Batman. Cause you know, he's Batman. He's Batman. I don't need to know a skincare routine. He's probably using like La Mer. He's a billionaire. I want to know the Batman skincare routine from the Joe Schumacher movies. I mean, oh, I yeah. That, that's a Batman who moisturizes. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, but like, why? Why? He must have known. Like, it's like, look, I can't. Well, you said earlier that this Batman has no quarrels with killing people. No. No. And Max None. is obviously a bad dude. So he was about to kill Max. He was going to kill Max. He was going to kill Max. Oh, yeah. 100%. But yeah, because he was like, you don't need to do it so that I can do it. He does like getting vengeance. That's his thing. Yeah, he's the knight. Oh, yeah, yeah I guess that'll do it. Yeah, most likely that he was just going to kill. Not that he expected Max to die. It's just that he was going to kill Max. Like, yeah. He was going to kill oh, Max for sure. I wonder how many people in Gotham he's killed simply because they saw him without the mask. It's kind of a thing in a lot of superhero movies, just in general. And I think it boils down to the fact of like, we paid for this actor. We're going to show their damn face mm. that every like superhero movie, if the character wears a mask, they run around without the, without the mask for, for half the movie. The only yeah. time that I can think of where the character who wears the mask keeps their damn mask on is Judge Dredd. Yeah. That movie's great. What about Bane? <laughs> well, he had to. Which Bane? The one where he never takes it off? Like, well, I guess he doesn't take it off in either appearance. But one, he see a lot no, more. No, of there is the there other. is one there is one scene where they where he takes it off. Like before, like when they're doing the flashback, he doesn't have right. it on. Right there, you go. So the only other thing I wanted to point out, just because I didn't really realize it, was the only part that redeems there's only one redeeming quality of max shrek in the entire movie like he's a monster the entire time and for some reason he decides to save chip it's the only thing the only thing he cares about well he loves his son everything everything he's been doing the everything he's done so far is to leave a legacy for his son yeah and then he saves them so i thought that that was that was cute or yeah he loves his son interesting and it's probably like that narcissistic billionaire loves his son sort of sense that like Chip is my legacy. Not that I love Chip. I love my legacy. Chip is mine. Yeah, Therefore, I love what Chip no represents. one can have him. And I need him to carry on this legacy I have set up to the letter of how I have set it up. Yeah. And I'll be a dick to this monkey to do it. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah. But my last thought, and this has always bothered me, even as a child- how the crap did those penguins get him down into the water? Yeah, they don't they don't have hands. They just like lightly put their lightly touch wings their flippers beside him. Beside him and that's enough like the friction, there's enough friction from that. But there's no friction to penguin wings. That's the whole point because they slide through the water. It wouldn't work. They would just slide right off. 
maybe those penguins arms are made of those CDs that Batman had. Maybe. They, could, a, they could just do whatever they want. It's the men maybe. in the suits just kind of sliding their hand out the side of the suit and grabbing on. And Maybe when Penguin fell over dead, he fell on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> and they just gave a little push. He noticed this, I assume because it was in 4K, so they didn't fix this. But um, there's like a little... There's like some sort of little like wooden thing that suddenly slips away as the penguins like sailing in. Like you can see it at the bottom of the screen. They like pull it away. I've never seen it before, but I was like, what the fuck is that? It looks like the sort of thing that mechanics use to roll under cars. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah. But I, I always, always like that doesn't make any sense. I'm six. I know this doesn't make sense. But it also doesn't make sense that the penguin gets up out of what? Like two and a half feet of water after he fell six or seven Cause he's stories. A, he's a penguin man and he can breathe under, well, he can't breathe, but he can hold his breath for a long time as he's a penguin man. That's not the part I'm talking about. I'm talking about like the, the impact the fall, falling. The, impact. the fall would have destroyed. He was obviously very hurt. Did you see the black blood coming out of his mouth? It was yeah. disgusting. That's one of the points that my mom and Alyssa hate is that bile and it's just coming out. <laughs> And oh no, it's gross. I love it. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh man. It's uh, great. He's then, obviously hurt. And I don't know much about guns, but <gasps> if it's wet, <gasps> would it be able to shoot? <laughs> I I love I love when he's like, oh, I grabbed a cute one. Because <laughs> he had the wrong <laughs> umbrella. But no, I what was I watching? I watched something recently where someone said that it's like that gun's wet, it's not gonna work. And then the person Yeah, wet pulls bullets it. misfire or something. Yeah. Red notice. That's right. Yeah. And then the gun goes off and he's like, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not a gun expert. Like this is okay. I take it back. The only thing I can I remember about guns, because I remember hearing about wet bullets misfiring, but there's a Nicolas Cage movie. I'm sure you're familiar with Lord of War, where he goes into a lengthy speech about the AK 47 and all the shit that you can cover that gun in and it will still fire. So I know AK 47s can fire when they're wet and full of sand. Yeah, but that's that was a little six shooter type thing. Like this is true. Shouldn't have, it shouldn't have worked. <laughs> no, and she shouldn't have lost her lives just by getting a shot in the shoulder. And yeah, like, he like shoots her in the, the leg, shin. and she's like, "I died." <laughs> okay, okay. Have either of you two been shot? No, not to my recollection. No. So one, has she really gained this power of nine lives? Question mark. She's probably just really badly hurt. Two, you can die from bullet wounds to your shoulder or your leg. Uh, because if you hit an artery, you can be dead in a minute. Right. I get that. And I know that that exists. But she's like, I'm dead. I've lost one of my lives from this immediately. She's also insane. That's true. She also could use a lot of therapy. She probably <laughs> doesn't have any actual extra lives. She probably just took a bullet. Very really well. <laughs> lucky to survive what she has survived so far. Yeah. And... She just keeps going crazier because of it. Yeah. Think about how much therapy she could have gotten if she just shacked up with Bruce Wayne. Like, infinite amounts of therapy. You know what, though? He'd be therapy daddy. No, no. <laughs> he Does Bruce Wayne seem like the kind of person to you that would support a partner going to therapy? No. He'd be the kind who would be like, the way to solve your problems is dress up in a costume and beat up, like, addicts well he goes so, he's he goes to therapy too he goes to see was her leslie Tompkins, his friend he goes to therapy with her 
at least in the animated series. I don't know if he does. Oh yeah, else. he doesn't do it in the. Well, he, he no. goes to see Chase Meridian in Batman Forever, but that's because he's got. That's because he wants to bang her. Yeah. yeah no. So. Well, it was Nicole Kidman in '95? I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he wouldn't be like, "I support you going to therapy." He'd be like, "You might reveal my secret." That's fair. Don't go to therapy. You're fine. Don't worry about it. You're fine. It was also the early 90s and he's rich. They didn't believe in therapy. Yeah, but he doesn't really care about anybody. He's a nar- he's a narcissistic like he just like he's judge, jury and executioner killing people. And he doesn't care who gets in the way. He poisons yeah, the water hot. supply. That he, yeah. He poisons the water supply. He like retrains the penguins to to blow shit up <laughs> somehow. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they, they had like um, computer things on their heads that were controlling them. Yeah. He but he them, like, yeah. he like, he ha- he's able to hack it. And like, what else is he going to do with that? <laughs> he doesn't care. That, he, keeps, he keeps those penguins <laughs> on a leash. <laughs> no, no. The answer to that is Batman's a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, I thought you were gonna like yell at me for that one, but oh man! So that, the the main culmination of everything that we've just watched is Batman adopts a black cat, and it was very good for him because black cats are hard to adopt unless it's Halloween, and then people give those cats back. Adopt black cats because that's fair. They're sweet, so they're they are. Sweet. I agree. That's fair. The best. That's the end, and I'm gonna call it here because this is already. The longest episode we've ever done, and we You're still welcome. have more to do. Oh yeah, the other parts. Uh, I'll that, read it quick. Yeah, the critics in 1992. Well, clearly, we had thoughts on this movie, but critics had their own thoughts. So, Laura's, why don't you fill us in on some past reviews? <gasps> All right. So, this movie currently holds an 80 percent approval rate on Rotten Tomatoes and a 73 percent uh, audience score. Jay Carr of the Boston Globe said, Batman Returns is the rarest of Hollywood beasts, a sequel that's better than the original. Rita Kempley of the Washington Post said, like a hyperactive 11-year-old, the director seems both uncomfortable with adult emotions and unable to focus on the overall portrait. Bullshit. Roger, (laughs) Roger Ebert said, odd and sad, but not exhilarating. And then I actually have one extra review because I thought it was amazing. Uh, Stephanie Rosenfeld from a place called Bitch Media. And this is when it first came out. Why isn't this movie just called Catwoman? (laughs) That's fair. So it was nominated for two Oscars, Best Visual Effects and Best Makeup. It lost Effects to Death Becomes Her and Makeup to Dracula. It won a Saturn for Best Makeup. It was nominated for Best Fantasy Film, Best Supporting Actor for DeVito, Director, and Costumes. Each of those awards, it lost to either Aladdin or Dracula. And it actually lost, quote-unquote, a Razzie for Worst Supporting Actor for DeVito. Right? Really? Yeah. He's like one of the best parts of this movie. Yeah. The winner quote-unquote, of the worst supporting actor was Tom Selleck in the movie Christopher Columbus, The Discovery. I don't even know what that is. I don't even... You, the fact that you don't know what that is is almost scary. Like, Shame. I love my voice click, but I don't know what that is. Shame. Well, now you got something to go watch. Yeah, you go. Screw yeah. Spider-Man. Forget the... Yeah, I'll get right, I'll get right on that. <laughs> uh, well, 
usually the person who picked the movie would go first. But in the case of a guest, guest gets first crack at the ratings. Dave, do you remember the, the rubric? Do, you, do I need to remind you on, uh, on what you should be rating or no? You go ahead. Buttered or plain or rotten. Or sorry. Burnt. 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 That's the name of the show. Well, we were just talking about rotten. That's why I had the word rotten in my head. And Burnt, plain, butter. or butter. Double butter. Okay. It hasn't, like, the first one holds a special place in my heart. Not just because it's, like, the movie I've seen the most amount of times. And not just because Prince is friggin' awesome and Laura is an idiot for hating on Prince. <laughs> Unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> Mama Jam. <laughs> Anyways. That all of that said, when I had to do the thesis on Batman films, I rewatched this movie. And since then, that was what, 10, 12 years ago. Since then, I find I like it more every time I watch it. I find something new to admire about it every time I watch it. And I feel like it was misjudged for sure when it first came out. And I feel like knowing now that it's not a Batman movie. It's a Tim Burton movie featuring Batman. That makes it more of a palatable experience, I think. And I think it's just, it's bold. And there's like, there's nothing else like this. Like it's like, they wouldn't make a comic book movie that looks like this now. Like he broke it for, he ruined it for everybody. Like you can't make this movie now. And like that person saying that Danny DeVito deserved a Razzie, like he deserves an Oscar. He's incredible. He's so good. And like, I don't think he's ever been better than this. And like Michelle Pfeiffer is amazing. Christopher Walken's amazing. Like, and Keaton, Keaton is the definitive Batman. And like, there's this line that I just love in this. He's fighting the penguin and the penguin says something along the lines of, you're just jealous of me because I'm a genuine freak and you have to wear a mask. Yeah, that's a good line. And it's like, it just kind of encapsulates Batman. Like there's just so many moments here that encapsulate who I feel Batman is as a character. And just like, I can't say it's better than the first one, but it's, it's 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 incredible. It's such a good movie. And anybody who thinks it's cheesy or thinks it's bad is clearly like misinformed and they need to watch it again. And if they don't like it, they need to watch it again after that. And they just need to not support child infanticide. <laughs> just not support infanticide. Again, so. attempted. Attempted, attempted infanticide. infanticide. Attempted infanticide. So to your point about double butter plain or burnt, like I used to screw up making popcorn cause I put too much butter on it and it would shrivel up cause there was so much <laughs> butter on it. And I would say that like, if there's something above double <laughs> butter where it's like shriveling up cause there's so much butter on it, that's what this movie is. Nice. All right. Nice. Well, for myself, uh, I'm going to give this a double butter as well. Um, the movie's still a lot of fun. I mean, listen, just listen to us talking about it. This is already one of my favorite episodes of this podcast, and we haven't finished recording it yet. Yeah, like the 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 fact that it can elicit that those responses from us, it, it's in and not in like a making fun of the movie. Like we're we have general we have genuine questions about this movie because it it's something that makes us think and it's interesting. Like it's intriguing. And and like we were saying the performances are are fantastic. Like Danny DeVito's so good in this movie. Like I was watching 
the movie. And there was just this one point. It was when he was in the like figuring out whether he was going to be the mayor or not. You know, when he's eating the fish and biting people in the face. <laughs> and I was just like, he's so good in this, just so good in this. And I mean, like, if, if there was ever a, a, a an encapsulation of Batman. It is that moment at the very beginning of the movie where he's just sitting in his study in the dark, waiting for the light to shine through the window so he can go fight clowns. Like it's that's it's perfect. And uh, yeah, no, I love this movie. It's double butter. Well, you gave just just for a bit of background, you gave Batman a plane last time. So that's what we're going in with here. She should be lucky. I'm still talking to her after that. So here's the thing. Out of all the Batman movies I've seen, which I think at this point is all of them, this is my favorite one. Like, I've watched this movie a bunch of times, not as many as I'm sure either of you have seen it, but I've seen it at least 10 times. And it's my favorite Batman movie. So obviously, it's a double butter. Keaton's my Batman, and based entirely off this Batman movie. No, I love this movie. It's fun and it's campy, and like, it's it speaks to my my goth girl heart so you know everything about it is dark and gloomy and creepy and gothy and it's so fun i'm all about it awesome awesome well there you go so thank you dave for joining us on this record-breaking episode of the show easily the longest and probably will stay the longest oh god i hope so <laughs> like this is this is a new record we're, we're almost at two hours here i mean we're not quite there but we're it's getting up there it's getting up there thank you again for joining us thanks for having me if people wanted to find out where you were where can they look you up they can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Dave M.A. Baldwin. And then I also write reviews for MrWillWong.com as well as MovieChasm.com. And one day, maybe I'll publish the thesis. <laughs> I'm, Do I'm, it. I'm, yeah, I haven't read it. I'd, I'd love to. On some How point. long is it? it? I actually looked it up before this. It's 65 pages. Okay, so I will read the outline. <laughs> Give me the Coles notes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is going to do it for this week's episode of Burn Popcorn. But next week, we will be taking a look at. So this is a tough choice, in all honesty. Yeah, because you actually, because we took that week off, because we just couldn't get through. We were so busy. We took that week off. It handed you the Christmas pick because last year I got the Christmas pick. So you got to pick our Christmas movie this year. So here's the deal. Like I mentioned, we had started watching Home Alone with our child. And by started, I mean watched most of it. Mm -hmm. And then I was kind of like, do I want to watch all of Home Alone again? And we did watch it in bits and spurts. Or do I want to watch Hall or Halloween? Wow. <laughs> My whole life is just spooky. Do we want to watch Home Alone 2 Lost in New York? Mm -hmm. And I still am like kind of on the fence of which one I want to watch. But I think the better thing to do for the podcast would be to watch home alone okay og so, og home alone yeah save two for next year okay i'm probably gonna make you watch it this year anyway but like which one do i want to talk about on the show are we gonna make our kid watch it and get scared of it again no i'm gonna wait until he's a little <laughs> older i would say maybe that pigeon lady will scare the shit out of him pigeon lady scare the shit out of me this time. <laughs> no, she's not as scary now that I think she looks like James May. 
he's feasting with his family and having all these presents and he makes sure he runs outside to give her the turtle dove or whatever but doesn't invite her inside for the food. just leaves her out there he's an idiot like come on he is like a what 10 i think he's 11 in that one okay well yeah. either way either way so it's look forward to <laughs> so look forward to that movie next week for this week's episode of burn popcorn i am mike i am laura and i'm dave and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Bye. You stole my bit. Bye. <laughs>